Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. <laughs> it's more about, no, but it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. We're in the midst of a conversation. Please join it. It's, what are we just talking about? Like, like you saw. Murder I'm just mysteries. talking about Keith Morrison. Yeah. From the ID network. And yeah. Some of the murder mystery right. shows. And I was just telling you a story about what I meant. It was great. The story I of Keith I have Keyshawn no idea Johnson. who that is. Now you'd know. You'd know the minute you know would I, would I heard the recognize voice. his face or his voice? You both. might. Yeah, okay. you might. Yeah, both. you might. You would okay. recognize both. Because the only time it. I started hearing about the ID network was when Key started talking about it. There's just something at the beginning of our show every damn day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> yeah. It's not even necessary just well, ID, but then you got Oxygen Network, mm-hmm. you got On, Oprah, mm-hmm. you have those are the main three. And then you got Court TV. Court TV, it's okay. <laughs> But the no man, ID Network with Keith Morrison. When I yeah. walked into that cafe in L.A. that time in Orange County, I walked in and I'm going to get something to eat, and I heard that voice. I was like, "Oh snap!" But it wasn't snap; it, it was something snap, else. Yeah. It was like, "Oh!" You yelled it oh. out loud. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh!" oh. But that's when this dude, guy, but right? when this guy orders a coffee, it sounds like something serious just happened. And if he shows up. Yeah, you know. You're right. Probably somebody's dead. <laughs> See, I wouldn't want to be at that. I wouldn't want to be at that coffee spot. I would feel weird about it. But you it. learn about, you. I don't know, it, it keeps me on I point. was hyped, though. I was, you got ooh, I was juiced. So you, you got starstruck. That's that's hard to believe. Man, that was what, because that's like, yeah. you know, I just like it. I, I don't know. He sets it up perfect. He got the, not creep, kind of like creepy voice, but it's like, you know something's like, that dude's not Getting off, he's going to jail. Yeah, no, it's that. Or it's she's that, going to jail. It's that Vincent Price kind of thing where once you hear the voice, you know, okay, right, the mood's already set. He's like done. something bad he's is done. going on here. Yeah. Right? That's that's kind of the mood. He would be like, how do, you, how do you do casting for that? Like, let's find the best, let's find the best murder mysteries and let's, let's put them all together and put it, put together a show. Like, how do you go? You go through it's court so much, files, probably. It's so much content, though. Think oh my about God. it. Unfortunately. That's the scary <laughs> part. That's why I don't want to watch it. I don't okay, like real-life scenarios. And so when we run out of things, just, we do OJ. We just, just get an OJ oh, story, and we redo that. Right? I've like, seen every one. Which one you want to know about? <laughs> no. <laughs> I can tell you anything <laughs> about that. It was the glove. It was the knock. You're, you're pretty much there. You're pretty much there. You were in the room. Right there. I can tell you about I can tell you about okay. a lot of stuff. Please, please. I, I know you have all the Hollywood stories, too, to <laughs> oh, add color to man, it. Man, I can tell you about Variety, Hollywood <laughs> Story, People Magazine. I can tell you about all of them. Oh, well. I have so many That's follow- my life. I have so many follow-up questions I want to ask you, but I'm choosing not to ask you right now. Well, we'll talk about it off air. <laughs> yes. It should be like an Better ESPN. Better kept off I've files. seen it we all, just do parodies on everybody here. See, because Key always brings the extra element. Like, oh, I was at the club. I saw him. I told you. I told you. It's the extra elements that he brings no, no, to the table. It's KMZ. Yes, it's KMZ. He should have his own channel, KMZ, and it's all things that he's either seen or heard. Fortunately, of the six degrees of Keyshawn. I've been around a lot of things in my life. It's just yes. call it what it is. All right, but have you been around Kawhi Leonard? Uh, How often have you been around Kawhi Leonard? A little bit, small. Small dose. It seems like everybody can say the same thing, right? Because Small he's not dose. a guy that's out, right? He's a guy that's not out and about. Like, he's Small in L.A., circle. he's in the major market, and yet he plays for the Clippers. He's a, you know, an understated personality. But yet, when he does take it to that level, yeah. as we saw last night, he's one of the best players in the world. But, but, but he just with him, is does he, do, does he bring it all the time? Or when Kawhi? he just yeah, needs see, to? I, 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 what I was saying. Or well, just when it needs to. I've never wrong. seen him not really bring it, to be honest with you. He's had the most 30-point games in the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. Like, I ain't never not seen him bring it. 
where does this narrative come from with Kawhi as if he just doesn't show up? Is it because well, of because the low started, it, No, it started – well, last year kind of I mean, that enhanced was, it in the yeah. bubble. But, like, you know, to his credit, Paul George did come out and say that he was depressed. Look, we've never no, no, seen we, this we, duo. We're talking about Kawhi. I know, but yeah. I'm saying because they, they both yeah. kind of imploded in the playoffs last year, obviously being up 3-1 against Denver, right? So – this is Ooh. the first time that we've seen well, them both Derek Favors really have 30-point games uh, on back-to-back games. And, by the way, Kawhi put – Kawhi made a poster last night. I don't know if you guys saw it. Derek Favors? Yeah. But Derek, he put Ooh. Derek Favors in a poster, mm-hmm. in an NFT. We'll call it. That's what a new poster is. There was an NFT made last <laughs> night, and that was Derek Favors. <laughs> I like that. It I, was. It you was. know, it's just that to me it's like Kawhi, because of his personality, if things don't go the way – People expect the first thing they say is he didn't show up. Uh, you know, you go back to even though Luca gave him 46 points prior to that, it was like, is he going to guard Luca? Is he going to guard Luca? Whatever, whatever. When you start to break it all the way down, yeah, Luca might have had 46 points, but on Kawhi, he only had X amount. And so I think when you look at Kawhi, people don't appreciate both sides of the floor for him and what he's able to do. And then if they lose because he put it together, everybody says, Kawhi, Kawhi, Kawhi. Well, heavy is the head that wears the crown, but you do want, I don't know, to me, I wonder at times where he is on the other side of the court because when he does turn it on, he's as as elite as it comes as a two-way player in the history of the game. 31 points for him last night. Gets to the free throw line a ton. 10 of 13. Yes, he's had that amazing dunk. He had several other great plays, defensive plays too, uh, that were standout. And then, as you mentioned, Jay, Paul George also goes for 31 in this game as the Clippers even up now their series with the Jazz, who over the last two games certainly have not, has not been that same team that we saw as the series moved to, to L.A. But as I mentioned, I, I say this because it's, it's talked about enough. It's like Kawhi is that guy. Understate is the word that I keep coming up with him, not just because he's a quiet guy, because you don't see him on social media. In fact, he's not at all on social media. But also you. because when he does turn it on, it's it's a level that just makes you go, wow, I need to see more of that. And, you know, Paul George talked about it after the game. We'll call this Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. And you remember the reference to uh, the, the great Apple story when it's Apple time? Well, Paul George said that Kawhi knows when it's Apple time. You know, you see him being more aggressive. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you, you know what time it is. Um, it's, it's written all over him um, in terms of it's, it's go time, it's, it's playoff basketball, and, uh, you know, ultimately it's, it's winning time. And so um, you see it all around him, his approach, his body language. Um, everything is to, uh, you know, be great. And so, um, you know, he's, he's, he's leading the way. So, Jay, is it, load management has been the thing about him. That's how they handled this season. Teron Lue did not even back away from it. In fact, he admitted that that was always what rest this season. That was the plan all along. But as we have now emerged to a playoffs, we'll talk about Joel Embiid and his injury. We know Donovan Mitchell is dealing with something. Kawhi is obviously – I mean, uh, uh, Kyrie. Uh, Mike Conley is, was is, out dealing for with something. Utah. Mike Conley. You have a lot of players who are injured in the playoffs, but the Clippers are not. Are they the best team remaining because of this? Yes, they are. Um, and, and this is why for them – look, as much as fans hate – the term load management, it's not like you're talking about you know, 35, 40 games. But, look, this is why you want the Clippers to be in this position for them to be healthy. And I'm going to debunk this whole theory that one man can just put a team on his back and win championships by himself. Nobody ever did it by themselves. Michael Jordan didn't do it by himself. He had Scottie Pippen. He had, you know, Tony Kukoc. 
Uh, LeBron James did not do it by himself. Kyrie Irving hit a big-time shot in the Game 7 when he was in Cleveland. So let's stop acting like when one guy does it, like, oh, he's the guy carrying the load. I mean, we, we're going to transition that into KD even tonight. Like, you need a second party that arrives and plays at a big level. And for them, they're finally getting Paul George. So, yeah, we can talk about Kawhi, but Paul George is being the guy that's taken over the de facto point guard role to a degree, which him and Chauncey Bills have been working on, and his game is elevated. And when his game is elevated to this level, first time that they've had back-to-back 30-point games since they've been together, that's why this team is probably one of the favorites to win a world championship because they're playing at this level. That's Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. They have that series now at 2-2. It's a best of three to finish out. Any concern about the Jazz? I mean, is, is, is I, I, the way I the Jazz have, have looked, yeah? Like, uh, well, because now the ball's in the hands of Donovan Mitchell. And, yeah, he had, he had a big-time game last yeah. night. A lot of shots. But he had a lot of shots. Nine of 26. Right? Yeah. A lot of shots. So, right. the ball sticks to his hands now. And that's where they miss Mike Conley. Mike Conley averaged eight and a half assists per game. He's the guy that keeps their offense fluid. He's also a defensive player. Yes, and the ball doesn't stick, especially when they go on the road. That's when you need your guard to help elevate your team even more so. So they, they miss that massively. Yeah, we shall see, but that series suddenly getting very interesting. And, again, the Clippers are that team now as you watch this, the playoffs and where we're at. They might be the, the best team remaining because of their health. Now, the Nets would be the best team remaining, but, again, major health concerns that we will get into as we get into the show. So another series that we were talking about is tied at 2-2. And also more concerned about the top seed in the East because as we talk about injuries with their most important player. We'll get into that after Key has this from Goodyear. Goodyear knows. <laughs> right when I got ready to eat yeah, the ice, right? right? I was watching Good, it. Goodyear knows when the season starts heating up, so do the possibilities. Playoff hopefuls are beginning to emerge, and contenders are solidifying their position from here on out. Every game is a chance to create momentum, to make the right pass, the right move, to hit the perfect shot. It takes momentum to build up to the moment, but it takes everything to capture a good year more driven. The Atlanta Hawks, they win at home, and they've evened the series with the top-seeded 76ers at two games apiece. We missed so many opportunities. My eyes told me that, that we blew a golden opportunity tonight. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
welcome you from Atlantic. Sixers with blowout wins in the last two games. We're okay. We just got to focus on the next game and getting that one. Open is young. Starting to get it cooking here. Once we got to playing the way we played, we got settled down. Hard with an alley oop A burst by Philadelphia. You got to work harder to keep that ball in front of you. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Alan Hahn in for Zubin. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Of course, be part of the conversation with us. As we just talked about the Clippers getting their win to even up their series with the Jazz. How about the Hawks evening their series with the Sixers in a game that felt like it was over at halftime where the way the Sixers were dominating the game up by as many as 18 points and then a third quarter happened where Atlanta just went crazy. Uh, the Sixers couldn't make a shot, and Joel Embiid suddenly went from dominant to the final play of the game was him not being able to even jump. That's how bad the knee is for him in these games. And he was 0 for 12, right, in the second mm-hmm. half? 0 for 12, including a missed layup, a bunny, late in the game um, that would have given them a chance to tie. Uh, just, again, a, a turn of events. That just was shocking to watch. And so now as we look at that series and we continue to talk about a playoffs where injuries are becoming a bigger part of the story, Joel Embiid goes from a dominant player to a player now that is clearly we already knew playing with injury, but how much it's affecting his performance is the thing to watch. Dave McMenamin, our ESPN NBA reporter, talked about it on SportsCenter at night. As for the play where he went 0 for 12 after being 0 for 11 with eight seconds left, getting a great look at the rim off the pick and roll, he said, normally I would have dunked that, but I have no lift right now. I'm trying to do my best out there. He said he felt like he was probably fouled on the play, but he said he's got to be better moving forward to game five. He was dominant through the first three games, 35 points a night, 10 rebounds a night. Tonight, he was not that same type of player, but Tobias Harris said, let's not forget what he was doing for us defensively. We still needed him out there tonight. He had 21 21 rebounds, I should say, which is a career high for him in the playoffs. Torn cartilage in that right knee, and correct myself, that actually that layup would have been to put them up. 17 points, 21 rebounds, and had a horrific game. Yeah, had a bad game. <laughs> you know, 0 for 12 second half. I That's mean, how especially that. talented he is. Yeah, but still, especially talented. But as he has looked like he is – I mean, he's made Clint Capella look little. And Clint Capella's huge. not small. Like, Well, he's thin. Yeah, but still. like Indeed, he, it got a little something to him. They can't guard him, but when he can't move, this series suddenly changes. Yeah, because he's the force. But I, I don't understand how he can get 21 boards, though, but can't move. you got to be able to jump and get in the way somehow, right? I mean, it's Positioning. Just, I guess when you talk about the explosive nature of being able to, to jump and bunny hop and dunk the ball and do those sort of things, he can't even have that, that lift. But like Jay said, when you got 17-21, you still balling, even though you were 0 for 12 at once upon a time in the game. Um, I think when you talk about – a second guy on, on their team that needs to be the scorer, they've got to find that consistent guy. And they can't depend on Embiid, Embiid, Embiid. Somebody else has got to step up and be that guy. Now, Trey Young was a guy, this whole story flipped. Trey Young started the game off with a bad shoulder. He had an ice pack on it, everything mm-hmm. else, zero point. Did not score in the first quarter, but ended up with a career 
a career high 18 assists in the game. Oh, it was diamond people left and right. It's just unbelievable that the, the, the lobs John Collins turned into a dunk show. This felt like, you know, Dominique Wilkins back against the Celtics in 87. Um, it's just a tremendous performance by them. Jay, does the, does the series suddenly turn to the favor of the Hawks if Embiid is compromised? Uh, no, or are the Sixers I, well, still the favorite here? I, I think the Sixers would still slightly be the favorite. I mean, Joel Embiid is still going to play. I, the problem that you have with last night is the lethargic personality of the 76ers in the second half. Just took their foot off the gas. I mean, Ben Simmons almost had a triple-double at halftime and then barely got it. I mean, I think he had three points, two rebounds, and one assist in the second half. Mm-hmm. Right? So the fact that defensively – and look, yesterday is when the all-defensive teams came out. So Ben Simmons, first team, Matisse Thybul, Joel Embiid, second team. And then you see Trey Young just go off, all in pick and roll, attacking Joel Embiid. Primary defenders were Ben Simmons, Matisse Thybul. And that's what you worry about. That's why Doc lit – them up in the post game. He did. Because now you're watching Milwaukee and Brooklyn play tonight. That's going to be a dogfight of a series that could go seven. And if you're Philadelphia, even if you're Joel Embiid, I appreciate him owning it when it's all said and done at the post game. But if you're, you're sitting there, if you're Philly, you're like, man, this is three. We should be up 3 1. And they shouldn't ice out Seth Curry in the game. Stop going hero ball. Play inside out. Seth Curry is your floor spacer. Keep feeding him if he's going. I don't want to see Cork Miles taking tough shots. Uh, that's what you get frustrated about if you're a Philly fan. And if you look at the history of Doc's teams in the playoffs, they tend to fade in the second half for whatever reason. When they have big leads, even when he was with the Clippers, that was just something that, you know, that happened to his teams. It, it just all of a sudden, they got these huge leagues. By the time you look up, they lose the game. Here's Doc Rivers after the game kind of lighting into his team about exactly what Jay and Key are talking about. We stopped passing. You know, I thought that we started the game off that way. Then we got back in the ball movement. Then we went back to um, hero basketball. You know, basically everybody wanted to be the hero instead of just trusting the team, trusting each other. Um, so you, when you do that, you usually lose, especially when the other team outworks you the whole game. And that's what they did today. We missed so many opportunities. You know, it was live. I can't wait to watch the film. But uh, my eyes told me that, that we blew a golden opportunity tonight. My eyes told me, like, like, you don't need to watch film when you watch the way that second half, that third quarter momentum turned so so quickly. And, you know, Trey Young went from a guy that looked like he was being taken out of the series. You mentioned the all-defense stuff, right? I, I, ben Simmons looked engaged defensively in that first half. Oh, yeah. They look second mean. half, what was the most notable play you can remember in the second half by Ben Simmons? There I'm curious one. what you'd say. You know what mine was? The hard foul on John Collins to stop him from going through the, another dunk show. Mm. Like, enough's enough with you. You know, like, mm-hmm. had a hard foul. Like, like hard foul was the last thing that stood out to me about Ben Simmons in that game. That and also him sort of disengaging in a, in a switch where the Hawks scored. It might have been one of their last baskets – was off of just another pick and roll, and instead of switching, he just stood there. Almost as if I'm not leaving this guy. Look, man, I give the Hawks a lot of credit last night being down 18. They, they battled back. They clawed and they scraped to get oh, yeah. back in that game. And I'll just say that Joel just wasn't the same. You know, and no, you I, I'm, I'm curious to see how that knee injury goes into, you know, game five, game six, because he wasn't the same athlete. And there was a lot of settling for shots 
And you just wonder, like, he didn't want that physicality down low. Maybe he didn't trust the knee to the same degree. But that's definitely going to be something to follow going forward. But he had to know. Depias Harris also was dominating his matchup early on. And then all of a sudden, it's a sort of – It wasn't of, scoring. It yeah. was a defensive tenacity. Yeah, there was a lot of things that certainly were missing there for the Sixers. And, again, we keep talking about injuries in the playoffs right now. That is the big story. Teams that are have, have major injuries. Then there's the Clippers, the team that was load managing the whole way. And they look like the healthy team right now. Aaron Rodgers, not the only all-pro player – Skipping mandatory minicamp. We'll tell you who else is noticeably absent after Jay has this from Straight Talk. It's time for some Straight Talk. Sure, saving money feels good, but cutting your wireless bill in half, that feels really good. Like walk-off home run in the ninth inning good. Okay, maybe not that good, but pretty darn good. With Straight Talk, you can get 25 gigs of high-speed data for 45 bucks a month, up to 50% less than the other guys, plus no contract all on America's best networks. Why pay a whole lot when you can pay half? Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. He is on a mission. The talk that followed Wentz from Philly was that he was broken. I don't think he really cares what anybody says. I think he's driven from within. It's been the same thing my whole career. It's just go to work. Just go to work, get better every day. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Leonard against O'Neal, driving to his left, Leonard to the rim. Oh! Kawhi Leonard! A major poster! He just put Derek Favors into the earth! That was the call on AM570 LA Sports. Kawhi Leonard with the poster and the Clippers even the series with a 118-104 win in Game 5 over the Utah Jazz. That series now tied two games apiece. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, they led the way, scoring 31 points each. 
becoming the fifth pair of teammates since the 76-77 merger with 30 points each in back-to-back playoff games. Game five, Wednesday night in Salt Lake City. Meanwhile, in the East, the Hawks rally in the second half to beat the 76ers to win game two, game four, 103-100. The Hawks trailed by as many as 18 points but came back to beat the Sixers and tie their series at two. The 18-point comeback was the Hawks' largest in a playoff game in the last 25 seasons. Joel Embiid had 17 points but was 0 for 12 from the field in the second half. He did have 21 rebounds. The series heads back to Philly for game five, Wednesday night. To the ice, the Vegas Golden Knights beat the Canadiens 4-1 to take a 1-0 series lead. It was game one in their Stanley Cup semifinal. Shea Theodore's first period goal for Vegas snapped the Canadian streak of not trailing. Ended at 447 minutes and 8 seconds. Get me rewrite! The second longest streak in NHL history. Game 2, Wednesday night in Vegas. Sports Center brought to you by Goodyear. Goodyear knows from here on out, every game is a chance to create momentum, to make the right pass, the right move, to hit the perfect shot. It takes momentum to get through the playoffs. It takes everything to capture a title. Goodyear, more driven. Dream. As Siri knows, need some editing here. Let's go. <laughs> Who's real? Who's real not? Or not real? So How many like, days until football season? Are we are we at Evan? You got to be. No, no. It's the first day of camp. First day of training camp. July. A, July oh, everybody's it, crunching the numbers. I mean, is it July. Yeah, forty days away, important. maybe less. Is it 40? I want to say eighty-six until the opener. Eighty-six to the opener. Yeah, but what about the training opener, camp? Man, that's training the camp. Important. It's not the opener. Oh yeah, that's training. We need a tearaway calendar, and we need it now. Yeah, I mean, we've been saying that. We just been we nice just, to have we're not resources. getting it yet. No, we've we can been just asking put for it, it up on the wall, can't we? It's digital. <laughs> anyway, Jeez. let's do real or not real. I got to work on the <laughs> script. Digital. By the way, I think we're eighty six. Eighty six days, guys. Eighty six. No, eighty six to the kickoff of the season. Because if you remember, two weeks ago we had the big hundred days yeah, until kickoff. That's right. Doesn't Exciting. matter. It's training. Four, that was fourteen days already. There you go. We are only eighty six days. From it's like Bucks tomorrow. And the Cowboys. I feel like. Thursday night football. <laughs> I don't know if we're ready. But Let's we're talk get about it like it opens we're tomorrow. Get ready. Let's go. Keyshawn presented by Progressive we're... Insurance. All guests join us. Stand by, Evan. On the Goodyear <laughs> hotline. Okay, what were you going to say? No, I think we're less than 40 days yes. from the first team reporting for camp. Yes, that's yeah, like 30-something 30, 30, like 30 days. Yeah. It's exciting. But 86 from, from oh. kickoff. Yeah, it does. 86 yeah. is not the same. Yeah, give me 40. 40? Yeah, because, yeah. yeah. Sell yeah. me on 40. Because when you're walking in with that heat in them mm. bags and you got to sleep on them little beds, and it's a different feeling. You think the NFL still doing that to their players? Like it's not play. very many teams just sleeping in hotels. Nobody's doing nobody. They're still putting them on cots in a dorm room. It, it is absolutely. It Come is on. kind of crazy that Key and I both like I slept on the same exact size bed in college that <laughs> Key slept at for training camp because he went to training camp at the same place I went to school. You had Evans Hofstra dorm yeah. room. Is I, that I, what yeah. You, so you Key, guys, at, guys, Key at like six five is, is sleeping in the same bed that I'm I have sleeping at five four. Something there's something weird. There's but, something wrong with the, the NFL. You guys need a better CBA. But the craziest thing before we move on is when you hear that boom 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 at like 
5 a.m. in the morning. You mean the sound you you do every time I'm in the bathroom here at yeah. the South Street Seaport? Sort of that. No, that no, that's sound? a. But when you, you just bang on the door when I'm trying to go to the bathroom. I'll be the laugh. Like a big kid, but I'll be the laugh, though, dog. <laughs> but at training camp, like about that second week of training camp, are you tired? You, you hear this boom, 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 because you hear from down the hall at about 5 a.m. and then you hear this voice. Coach said, come see him, bring your playbook. Uh-oh. Like, oh. Damn, they got him. Oh, they got him. They, 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 they got somebody. <laughs> and you sit there and you go, oh, damn. <laughs> who did they, you know, you sit there thinking, like, I wonder who they got. You hear taps playing. <laughs> and then you That's go. The worst feeling, then man. you walk down. And then you walk down <laughs> and you go, you know, you go to training camp. You go into the facility or whatnot. Mm. You look up in the Ain't locker room. Something's empty. You're like, damn, Jay Will, they got Jay, huh? Hey, see, you never been cut. I've been cut. Ain't no, I've been cut. I was cut with the New Jersey Nets. Ain't nothing worse than when the coach give you that. Hey, look, I'm just saying, I need you. <laughs> I'll be the last. Okay. And dog, uh, hey, I was it's different, <laughs> man. Because hey, like, then you start looking around, you be like, well, he, he ain't talking to me. <laughs> Wait, me? Good morning, me? Jay. Uh, have a seat. Look, like, I'm going to need close you. Close the door. And no, man, it ain't and then, that. No. It's the boom, boom, boom. It's just that's it? <laughs> Loudly. But don't they, they have to come to the office though? Bring no, the playbook. No, but so right. you're you're in. You can hear because the hallway. No, no, I I get that and, part and, of and it. And so yeah. you hear boom, boom, boom. Coach said he wants to see you bring your playbook. And at that point, you know, yeah, they probably got somebody. You you start to think, well, damn, who did they get? And then when you go to actually go get ready for practice, Dude, it's the worst. You go to the locker room. You walk into the locker room and you realize, damn, they got him. That was Joe Douglas's job with the Ravens back in the day. Yeah, and so I was, and I was about to say, it's always a younger sort of kind of guy who comes and does the dirty Mm -hmm. work. Because my whole locker was organized. I'm like, why is my locker organized? They're like, well, we just want to make sure we can make the process easy. Easy as possible. It's cold blooded, man. He's like. I'm like, God, just put it in my bag and go. Boy, we're helping you pack, Jay. <laughs> and it works. The, Key, you got to see. So bad, how did man. you handle? How did you handle? I know we're off topic here. How did you handle seeing dudes? For me, the worst moment was seeing everybody on the way out. And everybody like, don't worry. The just, way out, though. <laughs> oh, the just, way out is cold-blooded, man. You, you'll be okay. I didn't even want to bring that. I didn't even want to bring that part up. Jay brought that up. The receiving the, line? The, 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 on the way out. Because oh, you're worst. coming in. <laughs> And they're going out, and you – Keep pulling up in a Ferrari. I'm like, oh, stop. Really? Yeah. They, but you, you were the tried. dude, though, so everybody's like, um, got to go to the G. <laughs> Keep be grinding, be Jay. Keep Come grinding, on. Jay. Hey, you be all right. I'll see you like, again. Tell me holding your Lamborghini Go to real or not real, man, please, so we don't lose this. <laughs> these are sad stories. Because we can, we can go on and on yeah, about the well, well, all these teams can't make it up. All these teams will have these moments. <laughs> But let's talk about that. They'll be cutting some people, but will they be making a leap in 2021? That's what we're asking right now in Real and Not Real on KJZ ESPN Radio. So let's begin with the Colts. Mm. Will they be making that leap, Key? Oh, uh, Evan's not doing Real or Real. Okay. No, I'm doing it. Oh, yeah, Real. All right. Are you okay? It, no, I thought Evan was going to do it. No, it's, it's totally you, Real. Would you rather him do it? I think when Personally. you look at where the Colts were a year ago, remember they Buffalo got out of Buffalo in that playoff game barely. They, they, they had them on the ropes going down to the wire. Phillip Rivers was trying to drive them to win that football game or put them in position to win the game. They get now Carson Wentz in the mode. Carson Wentz has a rebirth. He feels good. When you look at his tenure in Philadelphia, is a mixed bag, ups and downs. Now he has Frank Wright. The Indianapolis Colts got a great team that he inherits from Phillip Rivers. I think that they will compete in the AFC. How far they go, I don't know. I love the impression, five, remember. 
Uh, you know, I mean, 11-5, so building off an 11-5 is – That's what I'm saying. I love the pressure from Frank Reich. You got the quarterback that you wanted. Phil Rivers, the statue, he's gone. And now have a chance to go from the Eagles to this. Like, I know there's pressure on Carson Wentz, but there's a lot of pressure on Frank Reich to make sure that he gets Carson Wentz back to that Super Bowl form. With that in mind, are they with the Browns, the Ravens? Yeah, they're you know, in they're, that they're, – They're not that. Chiefs, but no, are they with the Bills and the, all them? The Chiefs are on the roof. Everybody yeah, okay. else is in the building. Penthouse. They're in the Chiefs. building. They're in the building. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs are at the top. Okay. You know, at the top of the roof with the overlooking the ocean and everything. And everybody else is in the building. All right. How about mm-hmm. the Vegas Raiders? Mm. Not real. Making the league. Not real. Ooh. Not real. They, they're, they're not going to make a I'm league. They, eight they, eight they, last year. Was it their draft pick? They're eight and there every damn year. Yeah, it feels like so it. So they win six games, right. seven games. They and start then out they just, four and two and then somehow And then they just, and just go in, in – in, forget how to play football. And I think that's the same way they approach this year. They, I think they win some games. But I'm not bullish on the roster and the makeup. They don't have a true number one wide receiver. They have to use Darren Waller to tie it in in the red zone. You know, they, they let Nelson Aguilar go to the New England Patriots. They, they yet to replace Amari Cooper. They tried it with Antonio Brown. They drafted Henry Ruggs. You know, Henry Ruggs had 26 catches as a first-round rookie mm-hmm. in a passing league. So when you start to think about it, they didn't trade for Julio Jones, which I thought they should have. They, they reshifted and make over their entire offensive line. Their secondary's been poor. They need to address the linebacker position. There's just so many holes that the Raiders have, and I just don't see them advancing at all. See, I'm with you, Key. I just – look, number one wide receiver, I get all that. But offensively, decent. Okay, their, their defense is just horrible. I'm going to give up 30 points per game, man. That's third most in the NFL. Let's move on to the Dolphins. Real or not real about a, of a team that will make a leap in 21? Two as their quarterback, Ooh, uh, and that's probably the biggest story. I, I think it's going to be real. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to. I think they're going to. If they're going to win and make some noise within the AFC East, it's going to be heavy on defense. I think offensively. When the new two dual offensive coordinators, Chain Gailey, decided to retire again mm. for like the 18,000th time. And Tua's trying to find his own at quarterback. Now, look, are they going to address the Deshaun Watson or Aaron Rodgers situation that's still out there? We don't know. They like Tua. They like what Tua brings to the table. But I certainly think that they have an opportunity. If they can muster up enough on defense and kind of just solidify the offense to run nice and easy and smooth after drafting Jalen Waddle, picking up Will Fuller from the Houston Texans, you you think that they have enough to be competitive in the AFC East? It's time for them to take that step. All right, let's keep this moving. How about the Rams? They were ten and six it today. Better be real. You know, you make that switch now at quarterback. Are they real or not real? Making the, that leap in twenty one. I think they're a real team. Uh, now it's it remains to be seen. What does Matthew Stafford really, honestly, truly bring to the table? Is it, is it Matthew Stafford that we all just love because it's Matthew? Oh, poor Matthew was in Detroit, and they really didn't help him, and they didn't surround him with anything. Is it that, or is it, well, we're going to see Matthew Stafford, who they traded for, that is 0-3 in the playoffs, lifetime. 0-3 lifetime in the playoffs. You pair him with Sean Payton, or Sean Payton, Sean McVay. On top of that, defensively, the Rams' defense lost a number of players. I think everybody's thinking about their defense as being a top-five defense in the NFL. Well, they lost basically three guys out of their secondary, a couple guys on the front line, and then on top of that, 
Their defensive coordinator, Staley, is now the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. They bring in a guy in Raheem Morris that they believe could help solidify the defense again. I don't know. When has Raheem Morris ever had a top five, six, seven defense when he's been in charge of a defense in a National Football League, let alone at Kansas State in college? When's he had that much talent, though? That's the question. How long is the window? Window for them? Yeah. They, they, their window is every year, to be honest with you. It's I mean, every single year. It, well, it, it's not ready to close for Sean this McVay, though, it's on Sean. Yeah, this is on Sean. If, this is, that's if, what I'm saying. It's on Sean. So like, it up. What is that, two years? Yeah, I would think. I mean, I mean if, yeah, they don't, if they don't do it this situation. year. Okay, yeah. yeah. San Francisco is going to be better. Right, that division is uh, so tough. Seattle's going to be better. Arizona should be better. Well, that brings us to them. All right, Arizona, the next one, real or not real? They were 8 8 last year. They had J.J. Watt, like real or not real? This Go. is not even That's a question. I don't know why we ask you this question. I don't. I'm not real. thought they no, were it's real. Not. Not. I, it has nothing to do with Kyler Murray. It has more for me to do with Cliff Kingsbury and the system in which they run. I hate it. Is it it's is, the worst thing going in football. I don't like it. doesn't do anything. It's amazing. video game numbers. Nothing is solid and sound. It's the worst. I know a number of defensive coordinators in the National Football League that hate it, that are head coach. They hate it. They say, man, that stuff is going to get me fired. And not because <laughs> they can't stop it. They hate it for the defensive side of the ball. Like, they just don't like it. It does nothing. Time of possession. It's just a – I think that they win nine games. Well, that's, you know? that's an improvement. By one, and remember, they're adding. You're adding a game this year, too. so it's really they not an improvement. Got JJ Watt on the defensive side right. now. The, I mean, it, the defense get better. They, they have. They, <laughs> I love that every time we go through talking about the Cardinals, I talk about the pieces that the Cardinals have, and the look that Key gives me is so quizzical. They've got three wide receivers that are all capable. That's I mean, right. That's a, they're they, they got Kristen Kirk. They yeah. got DeAndre Hopkins, and they got AJ Green that yes. can come back to form. There's no question about it. It isn't going to win you anything. Okay. What What's the goal? Is the goal to win? Nine games, or is the goal to get to make a deep playoff run? That system hasn't won anything, whether it's in college or in the pros. Just because you win nine or ten games, that's not winning anything. Uh, it's not good football. Sounds very much like Mike D'Antoni and the Houston Rockets system. Great example. There's, there's such great similarities great there. Example, like, oh, yes. it gets you games, it gets you stats, but yes. doesn't yeah, yeah, it's not, Super Bowls or championships. It feels fun, not, but then it doesn't end up uh, – you don't have the end result. All right, well, speaking of winning, football. though, speaking of winning – how about the last one of real or not real, the New England Patriots? Remember, eight opt-outs last year, led the league. They get a bunch of guys back from that, and they spent almost $160 million in free agency as well, and they take a quarterback in the first round. So real or not real, the Patriots make that leap in 2021. I think it's real. I honestly do. I think that when you look at what you just said, spending the money, getting the players, they didn't go get players that can't play. They went and got guys that can play. Mm-hmm veteran guys that, that they can plug in and they know the New England Patriot way like that, okay, because it's Bill Belichick. And I think a lot of people are forgetting, no matter what you thought or think or like or dislike, Matt Patricia, when he was a Detroit Lion, mm-hmm. he was a hell of a defensive coordinator for Bill Belichick. That's why Bill brought him back to solidify that side of the ball again. Now, maybe he doesn't get the title as defensive coordinator, but he, he will be heavily involved in schematic things for them on the defensive side of the ball. That's one little nugget that people are forgetting about when they're talking about the New England Patriots. They continue to talk about Cam Newton, Cam Newton, Cam Newton, Cam Newton. Yes, that is true, Cam Newton. But what about everything else? 
yeah. that they have put together and around them. This team was a couple plays away from potentially being a nine-win, ten-win team. Yeah, Keith, I, I hope everything they put around them can help Cam get back to what Cam was pre-COVID because if that doesn't happen, if Cam doesn't come out, then he ain't no guns good. blazing, then that, that, that changes the whole conversation for him, and then mac and cheese is coming. I, I'll be, I'll mac be the and first. cheese is in the building I'll be the first. ready to go. I'll be the first right. to tell you. Mac and cheese can take over as long as it ain't no breadcrumbs. We'll talk about that tomorrow. That's real (laughs) or not real. And speaking of mac and cheese and the Patriots and their whole situation, (laughs) Mike Reese joins us right now on the Goodyear Hotline, our ESPN Patriots reporter. Is Mike in front of Gillette? That's no. The, he needs to know this no. always right out no, of the See, game. told you he wasn't. Oh, Disappointing, he wasn't. Mike. Really? Disappointing. There's no way he's out there. It's probably raining and snowing and everything else. It's June. I have to blame it on the rain. See? I have to blame it on the rain. Really it, I, I really want – I was up early. I was ready to go. <laughs> I did. I did. Hey, but listen, here's what I have for you. At least I have this, right? I mean, I have to come with a prop for you. What you kind know? of brand is that? Box of mac and cheese. <laughs> well, we got to cover it. 99 cent store, man. <laughs> I taped it up. We can't be branding. <laughs> well, speak, speaking of which, uh, if we want to get right into the whole uh, that conversation, Cam Newton is back from the hand injury, but I found it interesting. Uh, Dan Olaski said uh, oh, on God. Pat McAfee's show that he expects uh, Mac Jones to be the starting quarterback oh, week God. one. Dan. Mike, oh, I need God, your I expert opinion and insight on that uh, hot take. Week one. Week one. So, so well, let me, let me start with this. I've been to four Patriots practices this spring, and whenever Cam has been on the field, he's consistently been number one through the drills. And I take Bill Belichick at his word on this one when he says, Cam is our quarterback, right? So right now, everything I've seen at practice, it's Cam as the number one. Bill Belichick did leave the door open to say, we'll see if Mac Jones, or whether it's him or Jared Stidham, but it'll be Mac, could potentially compete with Cam. That would come in training camp. But right now, I would say, based on the picture I see, it's going to be Cam um, if the season were to start tomorrow. Yeah, Mike, I think I'm going to lean heavy on you and you know on that one. Uh, Stephon Gilmore's contract status with the Patriots, obviously they gave him a little bit of a bump last year because he was somewhat underpaid. They brought the money forward. Now he's only sitting at $7 million, and if you look at that number, grossly underpaid for a corner of his status. What's the latest on his entry back into minicamp? So, Key, he didn't show up for the mandatory minicamp. And, and, you know, he has not said it's because of the contract, but all signs point to that being the reason he's not here. Uh, Some of his teammates noted his absence. Uh, The veteran safety Adrian Phillips said yesterday, I support my brother. I wish he was here, but I support him all the same. You, You made a good point. You know, he was due about 11, 12 million this year, and the Patriots advanced him. $4.5 $4.5 million of that money last year just to sort of bump them up. So when they did that, they knew that there was another situation that the sides were going to have to address. They haven't got there at this point, and I think that's what is keeping Stefan Gilmore away. He's also recovering from a partially torn quad that he suffered in week 15 last year. So that sort of complicates 
the situation a little bit, but still more time on that one. But that is a notable storyline that he hasn't shown up here for mandatory minicamp. Mike, I want to get you back to the quarterback situation. I just don't see a scenario in which Mac Jones would start. I think this is Cam's team. Uh, But curious from your opinion, what kind of progression would you need to see from Mac Jones in order for Bill Belichick to say, you know what, okay, he's our guy to start the season instead of Cam Newton, a guy that I know what I'm going to get? So, Jay, it's so fascinating to me because there's a lot of layers to this. Because once you go to Mac, like it, it would be probably hard to turn back, right? And so I think that's the first thing I would say is they have to be convinced. It has to be 100%. Like, we're ready to make that switch. So when I watch the practices, like, Mac runs the offense the way that I've sort of seen it with – Tom Brady over the years, it's very, a lot of checks at the line of scrimmage and a lot of rhythm passing. When Cam is in there, it's a different look. And that doesn't mean it's bad. It's just different. And so to me, that's the other layer of this. It's like how, how motivated are they to sort of get back to what they were doing? Or do they say, look, that can wait. Let's make 100% sure we don't throw Mac in too early Let's stay with Cam and some of the different things that Cam does and maybe hold that decision off. Um, and so to me, those are the two sort of factors in play um, that they would need to sort of come to, to grips with. I don't know if that's the right word before they make that switch to Mac. Mike, so we were just talking about this. We we're doing real and not real teams that will make a leap in 2021. What kind of leap are you expecting from the Patriots considering again almost 160 million spent they had all those opt-outs last year you know obviously returning players what kind of leap are you expecting from the Patriots in 2021 significant you know being out at practice I would say probably one of my top observations has been they are so much deeper and more talented at so many more positions uh, than they were last year and in saying that I also come back to the thought of so much of this will come back to the quarterback, right? Like, if you don't have good quarterback play, it makes it that much tougher. But I think what they've done is surrounded the quarterback with so much more weaponry, uh, you know, to be more successful. That's why I think they'll be uh, real more than not real in that discussion. Mm. Great Mm. stuff, Mike. Mm -hmm. Next time we expect you like Jim Cantore with the umbrella right outside the stadium. Stay committed. Stay committed. (laughs) And no breadcrumbs on that mac and cheese, please. (laughs) Mike Reese on the Goodyear hotline. Thanks so much, bud. All right, KJZ presented (laughs) by Progressive Insurance. No, it's awesome. That doesn't look like a great (laughs) All right, the series is tied at two, but one team must have a must-win mentality. We'll discuss that next. KJZ, ESPN Radio, and on ESPN2. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. 
See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.